Hello everyone, welcome back to Everything and More. I am your host, Jasmine. On today's episode, we will be talking about your story has power. And before I dive into our episode, I want to tell you about a friend of mine and how his story just totally impacted, you know, so many lives around him and mine as well. Um, My friend... Um, Parents split up when he was a child, and he was brought up by his alcoholic mother who beat him. And when he was 14 years old, he stood up to her and he said that he would not accept the beatings anymore. And the next day, my friend's mother committed suicide. And from that moment, he was placed in a care and became, in his words, pretty nuts, basically. You know, he said he was getting in trouble with the police. He got involved with drugs and he was just spiraling into a increasingly self-destructive lifestyle. And my friend, who is now in his 30s, he was invited by his girlfriend on a weekend getaway. And on that weekend away, he had a powerful encounter with God. And he said, his group leader, Toby pray for him and he prayed that the Holy Spirit would come and he said that I knew that it was happening and that experience that he had it resulted in him crying uncontrollably so he said during that experience he ran to the pub down the road on that weekend getaway and he grabbed a beer and he wandered back and he sat in the darkest corner that he could find and he said after sitting quietly a total comfort enveloped him he said he told he felt total love. He said he felt part of a family, which is something that he had no way of knowing until that encounter that he had with God. He said crying in the midst of that, he prayed for one more sign. And I asked him, what do you mean? So he said I, he asked Toby, the person that prayed and asked that the Holy Spirit would come and, and have an encounter with him. He said he asked for Toby to come to the door. And he said, as I asked Toby, he said, as he asked, Toby walked through that very door to look, look for him. So I want to give you a picture. You know, my friend just had an encounter with God and he ran to this pub and he ran instead of this corner and he said to God, God, I need one more sign. And his sign was, Lord, let Toby walk through that door. What did Toby do? Toby walked through that door and that opened up my friend's eyes to show him that, you know, God is real and God loves him unconditionally and God is gentle. And my friend told me that the Holy Spirit saved him. He said that we can get away, helped him find himself again. And he knew where he was and he knew that he was in the right place. And that's why in his waiting, God showed him everything he needed to see to get back on track. Now, I know my friend's personal story had a powerful impact on so many lives, and your story may not be as, as, as dramatic as my friend's or dramatic as mine, but everyone has a story. Whether you were brought up as a Christian or whether you have only been a Christian for a few hours, always remember your story has power. In Proverbs chapter 12 verses 8 through 17 you know it talks about just being authentic and you can go and read it for yourself 
and you know I want to just kind of start with telling your story authentically you don't have to filter your story for people you know you may have parts of your story where you feel like people won't be able to handle your truth your unfiltered truth but it's your story don't let anyone make you feel like you need to put a filter on your story because they won't understand tell your story authentically tell it unfiltered and you know the proverbs for today cover many different subjects from taking care of animals to overlooking insults rather than showing our annoyance at once you know it also talks about how few how fools have short fuses and explode all too quickly and the prudent quietly shrug off insults and you know there is one proverb that is specifically on today's theme a truthful witness gives honest testimony this of course has implications for witnesses in court but also all of us are witnesses in the sense that we are all in position to testify about jesus and whether you are on the on a night out with friends or speaking in front of a crowd of people in a church or elsewhere there is something very powerful about a person telling their story truthfully honestly and from the heart so it's my prayer every day you know lord help me to tell my story from my heart with honesty and authenticity and you need to tell your story persistently i love the stories in today's passages about the man born blind that is my favorite story in the book and i have a a lot more but this one just how he was healed by his faith it just showed me that he was persistent you know and first Jesus expressly, you know, shows favor upon this man. You know, between the blind man's suffering, you know, the Pharisees assumed that the man was blind because he had step because he had because he had been steep in sin at birth. And even Jesus' disciples, you know, asked the question that every culture asks, why is someone born with this disability? Whose fault is it? the man or is it his parents jesus tells them that they are asking the wrong questions he replies neither this man nor his parents sin but this happened so that the work of god may be displayed in his life man and jesus healed this man through his words and his touch he touches him with deep love and respect the miracle causes much excitement. Those who knew the blind man began to discuss the matter. We see how it is always possible to attempt to explain away miracles of healing. When the blind man's eyes were open, his neighbors and those he had formerly seen, those who had formerly seen him begging, asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was, others said, No, he only looks like him. And right here, you know, we see the danger of getting caught up in the religious mindset and missing the whole point. And when the man gave his testimony of healing, some responded, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. And this man simply tells his story over and over again. He does not have the answer for all their complex questions. However, He gives the best answer that you can give when you're asked questions to which you don't know the answer. He simply says, I don't know. 
And what I love most in his answer when he finally gets frustrated by all of their skepticism and their cynical questionings, he tells them that he does not know the answer to all the questions. He says, but one thing I do know that whereas I was blind before, but now I see. And as his eyes are and as his eyes are open, so too are his so too are his heart or his heart and his mind. He begins by knowing the man they call Jesus. Then he sees him as a prophet from God. Finally, he believes he is the son of man and he worshiped him. This is the power of the testimony. It is almost unanswerable a way it's almost an unanswerable way of dealing with the objections. Before I was like this and now I'm like this. This is the difference that Jesus has made to his life. This is what the blind man was saying. You know, I was once was blind, but now I see. I don't know how. I don't know how to, to answer your questions. I don't the complex questions that you're asking me. You want me to tell you how Jesus did it, but I can't. I don't know. I can't. I just know that this was my life before, and this is my life now. And this is just all I can tell you that this is how it happened. And I know God will not tug on my heart if tell if about telling our stories and you know telling them to people and keep telling them you know people may not understand it but you have to keep telling your story persistently and you know telling your story is one of the keys to communicating your faith in the modern world as it is here in the new testament and again my prayer is always you know lord Thank you for the power of the stories of those who say I was blind, but now I see. May there be many more who can testify about encountering you, having their eyes open and being healed. And even with Ruth, you know, you have to tell your story humbly. You know, real love is often hard. You know, it's hard to find sometimes. It's hard, it's inconvenient, and it's costly. But true happiness only comes to those who care about others at the same cost of themselves. The Book of Ruth is a story of two widows and a former in a remote village. It is a wonderful contrast to the previous book of Judges. While the context of the two books is identical, Ruth is set in the days when when the judges ruled. And the context of these two books is very different. While Judges recounts a catalog of evil and and everyone did as they saw fit, the Book of Ruth is a wonderful story of loyalty, faithfulness, and kindness, and all the more impressive for taking place in this period of strife. Furthermore, while Judges looks at the big picture of the nation of Israel during during this period, the Book of Ruth is focused on the specific family. It is a reminder to us that God, that the God of the universe and of history is also the God of all the little details in your life. He is not just almighty and powerful, but he is also your father who is intimately concerned with you. Your life and all the details matter to God. Your life counts. And the book of Ruth reminds us of God's care, his provision, and his faithfulness in the little pieces of our life. Naomi was more concerned for Ruth than for herself. And Naomi wanted Ruth to return home so that she might have a better chance of remarrying. And Naomi is prepared to lose Ruth for the sake of Ruth's happiness. 
Ruth's love for Naomi was equally unselfish and self-giving. She is quite prepared not to get married again. She shows extraordinary loyalty to her mother-in-law. She says, don't force me to leave you. Don't make me go home. Where you go, I go. And where you live, I'll live. Your people are my people. And your God is my God. Where you die, I'll die. And that's where I'll be buried. So help me, God. Not even in death itself is going to come in between us. And this was the dialogue between Naomi and Ruth. And Boaz was also a God-fearing person. He had heard of Ruth's reputation. And she was not only loyal and faithful, she was extremely hardworking. Someone, and someone must have testified about Ruth. Boaz says, I've heard all about you. I heard about the way you treated your mother-in-law after the death of her husband and how you left your father and mother in the land of your birth. And you have come to live among a bunch of total strangers. Furthermore, Ruth had obviously testified about her own faith in God, for Boaz knows that she is committed to God to whom you've come seeking protection under his wings. Boaz then shows extraordinary kindness to Ruth. Ruth says to her mother-in-law, The name of the man I've worked with today is Boaz. He has not not stopped showing his kindness to the living and the dead. In that moment, you guys, I realized that what Ruth did was, Ruth kept telling her story. She kept sharing her story with others. And... Her story had to stick with someone to tell her story to someone else. And that's and, I, and that showed me that's how it got to Boaz. And, you know, the very thing that we think will hinder us will be the very thing that sets us free. And God showed me, you know, many times that, you know, that thing that you're fearful of, that thing that keeps you in a place where you're afraid to do it, that's the very thing that's going to open up the door to your freedom. That's the very thing that's going to open up the door to you being put back together again or you being able to help someone else. And when we don't tell our stories, we leave a door open for the enemy to come and play in our minds and make us feel like what we went through was, was, you know, worthless or what we went through. It does not hold any weight. It does not hold power, but the devil is a liar. Your story has power. No matter how little it is, even if you have a story of just, just about how God took you from faith to faith and to glory to glory or God did something for you in a moment where you knew that you didn't see a way out that is that that story has power because your it's your experience your experience is your power your experience is your story so whatever it is that you have experienced in your life whatever it is you have gone through in your life it has power and your story has power I know some of us think that our stories are complex, our stories, they are dark, our stories may be simple, or some of us just may feel like, well, I didn't go through what such and such went through to a certain extent. That is the reason, that main reason there. Those complex answers that we're looking for or those complex questions that we're asking ourselves, you know, are the main reasons why we don't share our story with people. 
And sometimes we have to just get to a place where we get so rooted in God and we get so rooted in who he is and who what he says about us that then that is the place where we can move freely. We can tell our story. We can tell people how we used to suffer from alcoholism. We can tell people how we used to suffer from pornography or how we used to suffer from, you know, depression or suffer from suicidal thoughts it's all of those things that you know God wants to set us free from and it's not until you start telling the story that you set yourself free but I always realize that it's not until the moment where God truly shows you that you've been doing a certain thing for so so long That very thing that you are doing is the very thing that keeps you in a place where you are afraid or you back yourself in a corner or you stay in this place of bondage of your past. You stay locked arm in arm with your mistakes or your guilt and your shame. And those things speak to you. Those things tell you, well, if you tell them about what you did or you tell them about your story, then they're not going to understand you they're going to be creeped out by you you're going to push them away with your story but no the very thing that you express or you share sometimes is the very thing that sets you free and old things hate when like people or situations or you know the enemy he hates when he's losing grip of someone he's had on lock for so long and you know when you begin to tell your story and you realize that your story is your power your story is the very thing that God is going to use to elevate you or he's going to use to help you set other people free in their lives you'll understand that dang I should have been telling my story I should have been sharing you know my testimony with others because I didn't realize that it would have this impact on others and When God puts you in a place where you begin to unpack all of that trauma, unpack all of that hurt, unpack what your parents did to you as children, things you picked up along the way on your journey called life, and you begin to unpack that and you start telling your story and you start sharing to people with, hey, I suffered, you know, you know looking down on myself I suffered with being in toxic relationships and and I attracted toxic relationships and I kept attracting you know toxic people because I was toxic I had a toxic mentality my heart was toxic my mind was toxic I only thought that I deserved people who treat me like this and when you get set free from that you can relate to those who are still in that place of bondage people that are still locked in prisons in their mind you can be the one with the key to open up the door to show them hey you don't have to stay here you can tell your story you know even with people who have been molested you know people who have been raped you know you may be the one listening right now 
you may have been molested as a child or even as a teen or you may have been raped someone may have taken your innocence someone may have taken your security away from you and you may be listening to this right now and you've and god it may have been pulling on your heart and telling you to tell your story and you guys i want to tell you you know this is how you know when god is pulling on your heart when you're around people and they've gone through something similar to you and you know that you have moved past that and god has you know put you in a new place and he he's dealt with you with that and you feel in your heart that man i should share this with them because i know it can help them do it that's the time god is pulling on your heart to share your testimony share your story because your power of how you got through the situation is what saved people and it's what helps people and it's not about you boasting it's not about you bragging it's just the power of God that was on your life that helped you get through that moment your story your story has power and when we stop comparing our stories to other people and stop looking at other people's stories and saying well my story don't look like that you don't serve a God like that you don't serve a God that you can control and a God that you can put in a box or a God that you can put your finger on and say this is what God is gonna do no God moves differently in all of us some of us had to suffer abandonment some of us had to suffer rejection some of us had to suffer you know being bullied some of us had to suffer obesity some of us had to suffer homosexuality some of us had to deal with those type of things so we could tell the story so we can show people that even though you suffered with this there's a way out there's an outcome there's a light at the end of the tunnel but if you don't begin to tell your story and you don't begin to share with others you know how God took you from faith to faith and from glory to glory and how it was God's grace that kept you then you will find yourself in a place where you're still locked in bondage you're still locked in this place of chaos in this place of uncertainty and you'll still find yourself attracting people that look like your past and not where you're going and you'll find yourself still playing the same old tune well I can't tell my story because they're not going to understand me listen this is a time to grow up this is a time to be mature about the things of God and the things that God has done in your life this is a time to say I'm not going to let the enemy play with my mind anymore my story has power even if it was just me crossing over and the crossing over a little puddle of water I had the faith to do it see all you have to do is talk about your faith and how you had to have faith in God to bring you out of a situation and how you had to have faith in God to pull you through out of a situation and how it was nobody but God that took you out of a domestic violence relationship it was nobody but God that took you out of anything that was harmful to your spirit that was harmful to your life all you have to do is talk about the goodness of God all I know is just like the blind man all I know is I was once blind but now I can see I don't know how Jesus did it I don't know how he healed me but I just know I was once this way but now I'm this way and sometimes your story is just I was blind I was spiritually blind. I was walking down a path with blinders on, with scales over my eyes. 
and God took the blinders off. God put me in a moment and an experience in a situation and he allowed that situation. He allowed that moment. He allowed that person or that thing or that job or that accident or whatever it was. God allowed that moment to, to peel the scales off of my eyes. And because of that moment, that experience that God let you go through, that is your story. That once you were walking down this road blindly, doing things recklessly, and then you had an encounter with God through a situation and now you no longer are blind now you can look back on all the things that you were doing and the things that you allowed to rise up in your life now you can look back at that and say wow I was once blind but now I see it's not necessarily us being physically blind it's spiritually blind to the things of God spiritually blind to the things that God is trying to tell us no don't go that way because if you go that way you're going to be hurt no don't go down that road because if you go down that road it's a lot of heartache and pain but because we don't want to look down the road spiritually and we're only looking through our flesh eyes sometimes we got to go through hurt and pain sometimes we got to go through rejection sometimes we got to go through people leaving our lives you know for God to have for for us you know for our story to have power sometimes we have to go down those roads in order for us to have a story that has an impact on others so I encourage you to tell your story no matter how simple it seems no matter how you feel like oh it's not gonna touch anyone it's not gonna you know hold any power or it's not gonna, you know, make people be ooh and odd. You know, we're not in it for the, you know, if you're in it for the oohs and the ahs and to make people feel good, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You have to ask yourself, am I telling my story because I want a pat on the back? Or am I telling my story from a place of love? Because I truly want to see a woman or a man that I see that's, that has that is going down the same road that I've been down. You know, do I want to stop them in their footsteps and say, hey you know heart to heart moment I've been there I, I did this this is what happened to me you see someone going down a road of destruction you know and you know that you your story can be the very thing that stopped them from going down a lifetime of pain and hurt and guilt and shame then you you know then I encourage you to tell your story even if you have people in your life that you feel like they're not going to receive from you Tell your story anyway, because your story has power. And it's my prayer that you will begin to position yourself to hear from God and let God be the molder and that you will stay on God's potter's wheel and that you will allow him to mold you into a woman and man of boldness and that you will allow him to show you that yes, daughter, yes, son, your story has power. And you guys, I do have a daughter and I always say I'm going to keep pushing my <laughs> my episodes with her or without her talking, but I had to get that out. You have to tell your story because your story, it has power. And I, it's my prayer again that you would position yourself to be able to feel confident. I pray that the, the spirit of confidence and the spirit of boldness and the spirit of willingness to tell and share your story will come upon you and that you would be willing and obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice and what the flesh wants us to think 
is we're sacrificing our character to tell our story. But no, when God unction you to tell your story, you're being obedient. And it's going to be your obedience that opens up many doors for you. Your obedience is going to not only set you up, set you up for another level of freedom, because we're always climbing for freedom. We're always reaching for freedom. There's always more freedom that can come into our lives because we experience moments every day. We experience disappointments every day. We experience letdowns every day. We experience hurt. We experience shame. We experience so many things every day that there's always a door to be able to walk into more freedom. So you have to understand that God is going to always allow us to go through moments because those moments is a part of our story. Those little pieces that we think that don't mean anything are the main pieces that are going to help someone realize that I'm not alone because the rest assured that there is somebody right now that is saying, God, nobody hears me. God, nobody sees me. God, God, is anybody going through the same thing that I'm going through? God, is anybody? going through this rejection that I feel? Is anybody going through this abandonment? God, did anybody mama abandon abandon them like I feel how my mom has abandoned me? And because your story has abandonment tied to it and because your story has rejection tied to it and guilt and shame and whatever else it may have tied to it, anxiety, suffering from sleep, sleep paralysis, all those things, you have to tell your story. And if the enemy is trying to tell you that your story does not have power, then you should know that he's an opposer and you should know that everything that the enemy speaks is a lie. He wants to reverse everything that God has spoken concerning you. And you have to understand that your story has so much weight and so much power that you have to share with someone. Because when you begin to start sharing your story, no, you don't know how God's spirit may fall on you. You don't know how the Holy Spirit may begin to move through you and start speaking through you and start saying some things through you just for that specific person you're speaking to so that's why you got to begin to move your feet you got to begin to start walking in what God has called you to walk in you got to begin to stand for God you got to begin to say Lord I trust you I'm about to walk on this limb that it seems a little shaky I'm about to share my story like this is my first time really just opening up and sharing my story about some certain things especially about some dark places in my life and God I need you to take over and when we get in a position where we say God hide me behind you and God you go forth then when you tell your story your story gonna be so powerful it's not even gonna be about you it's not even gonna be about what you did it's gonna be solely on what God did and solely on what God bought you from and bought you out of because you were bought with a price and you have to understand that everything that you go through you may cry you may feel overwhelmed you may feel fearful you may feel stressed out you may feel anxiety creeping up in your life but I guarantee you and I assure you that everything that you go through it's for a reason it's for it's for your story it's for you to tell and help someone else listen you know I suffer with like I, that's why I always like to talk to drug addicts 
that are no longer drug addicts or even if I see homeless people on the street I always try to if I can try to have a conversation with them and like what was your life like you know like you know just talk about it you know because if you sit and talk to people that don't look like you they'll tell you about their life before and how they got to where they are and God is telling me, you know, God has been showing me, you don't judge people. You don't judge them by what they look like. You don't judge them by the decisions that they made. You just don't judge them because you don't know what, how I'm going to use their story. Because that very person that will judge you in your story will be the main person that may need you later on down the road. Or it's even just you being that seed in their life sharing your story and just planting that seed and letting God water your water that seed in that person's life. So I encourage you, I encourage you without a shadow of a doubt to share your story. Why? Because your story has power. And the reason why I tell you to share your story with someone, because someone shared their story with you. I want you to take a moment right now. I want you to close your eyes, wherever you are, close your eyes and think of a time when someone told you something or shared something with you that made you say, wow, if you can do it, I know that I can do it. Or think about a time when someone shared a story with you that empowered you to do better, that em- empowered you to want more, that empowered you that want to want to reach out and do more. I want you to think about a time like that and think about the emotions you felt think about how you felt when they they shared that that moment with you or a person that opened up their heart to you and shared something to you that was so dear to them I want you to think about that moment and I want you to think about how you felt and and how good you felt or even if you felt a little you know sad for that person but you were happy that they were able to come out even in that moment of what you felt, think about how when you tell your story, how that the, the person that you tell, how you can empower them or how you can show them that it can be done or that you can show them that I know you may have lost faith in God and I know you may feel like God don't see you and I know you may feel like God has just counted you out but no God has never counted you out God has been with you all alone you may be just, you may just be that voice that saved someone's life you may be that voice that that encouraged someone to keep going and from someone who just made a decision that same day that they're done they're going to give up you never know But I encourage you today that you will begin to tell your story and you will tell your story with confidence. Don't tell your story from a place of pity because you didn't, God didn't, God didn't pull you from pity and take you into pity. God pulled you from pity to power. So I pray when you begin to tell your story that you will tell your story proudly, that you will be happy to share your story happy to share the goodness of God happy to share how God took you from this place to that place tell your story from a place of power from a place of authority and when you do that you begin to your voice begins to ring in the atmosphere you begin to show people my God that woman went through all of that and she's still standing or that man went through all of that and he's still standing you know you begin to tell your story from a place of power then people will, will really be empowered and always remember Your story is about the glory of God and how 
it was nobody but God. When I talk about stuff in my life, it was nobody but God. And you know, God, and it may seem insignificant. Your story may seem, you know, like bad, you know, but sometimes we got to go through the trenches in order to, you know, to get everything that we need in order to be able to tell a story, you know. So today I encourage you as we get ready to end our episode for today, which is your story has power. You know, I want you to think about the blind man. I want you to think about how close Naomi and Ruth was. You know, I want you to think about how Ruth kept sharing her story and how her story got back to Boaz. Boaz knew Ruth before he even met Ruth because she was telling her story. Her story had power. And just like they was tired of the blind man begging, the blind man begged for his, for, for his, for his healing he he begged he wanted to be healed and sometimes you got to keep speaking that speaking things so they can happen activate some things so i encourage you tell your story and this is all with everything and more today we'll be back this week thank you for listening thank you for journeying with me y'all this is my baby i love this so i pray that you would tell your story and this is the place where we keep it real we're going to get our healing we're going to deal with our trauma we're going to be real about our situations and we're going to rise up in power because god didn't call us to be weak he said that he we are fearfully and wonderfully made so we're going to walk in that we're not walking in weakness so have a great day but remember tell your story bye-bye